The following program is intended for mature audiences. It's something about a girl that just makes my head wanna twirl. Oh, hell no! I do it my way. Grandpa's Musical Grandkids. Welcome to Grandpa's Playlist. So take a seat up on Grandpa's knee while Grandpa teaches you all about music. One artist and one album at a time. Now, to a man that needs no introduction, here's the man, the myth, the legend, Grandpa! Hello everyone, Grandpa here. Welcome to Grandpa's Playlist. Hope everybody's having a... Hope everybody had a good week. Um, I record these early, so I can't tell you if I did or not, because, well, my week's halfway. I do these on Wednesday, they get aired on Saturday, so, boom, there you go. Now, I think I had mentioned... Guns N' Roses was going to be this week, last week, but I flipped it. So Guns N' Roses will be the following week. Tonight, I'm doing the debut album from Jackal. It was released August 11th, 1992, and I love Jackal. And we'll get into some Jackal, more tidbits of information, a little down the road. But there's 11 tracks on this album. So I'm going to play you one and then do the two first like I normally do. So we're going to play, I'm going to play you one song um, and then we'll talk about the album. And there's not much to talk about about the album and really not a lot to talk about the band, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So we're going to kick things off with this, the second single. Now remember, this is track one, I Stand Alone, but it is the second single that was released off the album. So like I said, here is I Stand Alone.
right. Well, that was I Stand Alone. Love that fucking song. Yeah. I love this whole fucking album, for starters. You're gonna, you know, I love it. But I'm gonna show you something, alright? Well, I'm gonna tell you something. If you notice, most of the singles are on the first side. And that's what I have brought up before about how albums flow. A lot of albums, they put their biggest, the songs I think that are gonna be the biggest hits, they usually put them on side A. Or side one, or whatever. And usually the flip side, no, because people don't turn the record over. Or they don't turn the tape over. You know, it's like, I've always found that a lot of bands, a lot of their biggest hits are on side one. Um, no different here. I mean, the first, the fir four singles are track one, two, three, and four. So that's how, you know, I, I that's how I say when I talk about flow, how an album should feel. And a lot of them, you need to start the album. For me, you need to start the album off strong. Because if the album starts off strong, then I'll listen to the whole goddamn thing. If the album starts off weak, you'd be lucky if I flipped that some bitch. So it's always wise, in my opinion, to start off strong. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to start off with a bad song. That's all I'm saying. Now, a lot of people could disagree with me, and that's fine. But I believe the flow of the album is important. And I've always felt start off strong, then throw in some softs. And then finish strong. You can put some softs in between. Like, let's say you've got a 10-track album, right? Make the first three strong. Make the last three strong. And those two, those four in the middle, they could be mixed up. You could have a, two softs and a strong and another strong. Or however the fuck you want to do it. I'm At that point, I'm invested. Those three heavy songs, I'm invested. And then you finish off. I've, I've, you finish off with those last three, it's like sex. You blow your low and everything is good. What happens in the middle can come or go. You know what I mean? It's like you start off with the foreplay and you start to get excited. Then you screw around a little bit, change positions, break out some toys, maybe do a little softy softy. And then uh, you get hard again. You get you get fast and you start banging again and then sex is over. So I like my albums to flow like sex. Start off good, finish good. Whatever happens in the middle, eh, who cares? It started off good. You know what I'm saying? You know what exactly what I'm saying. And it's not a guy thing telling you women are the same way i am telling you now as we stand here today they just don't talk about it but women are the same way they wanted to start off good they wanted to end good what happens in the middle as long as you don't bore them all right now with the band that's another thing don't bore me in the middle just just don't jackal doesn't bore me jackal is a good band so they did so like i said this debut album came in uh came <laughs> it was released on august 11th 92 they issued a clean version, which didn't have She Loves My Cock on it, and that's the last track. We'll get to that later. Um, on the clean version, they altered the parental advisory sticker to read Meaty Bones, Beware of Jackal. So, back in the day, I don't know how many of you remember, but Walmart really didn't want to... Now they'll... now that Well, now they don't really carry shit, but, you know... For a while there, they didn't want to carry explicit lyrics. I bought my I bought Motley Crue's uh, Generation Swine at Walmart and promptly took it back later. Um, they said, well, how do we know you didn't copy it? I said, because it's a, it's a clean version. I don't want the clean version. I argued with the manager. He exchanged it, or he returned it, but uh, he didn't want to. Because he thought maybe I copied it, but I'm like, dude, I've had the album for like, you know, 30 minutes. There's no way I ran home, copied the fucking cassette, and came back. You're full of shit. 
but he returned it because I don't like. Look, I don't like anything edited. I don't like anything edited. That's why, you know, I if it does if it has an parental if it has an explicit lyric sticker on it, that's the one I'm buying. I don't agree with that sticker, but I get it. Okay, I get it. Look, some parents don't want their kids to hear that language, and I am totally understandable with that. Um, I don't I don't agree with it. Because I don't care. It's art. It's music. If you're list- if you're letting your kid listen to Metallica to begin with, or Jackal, or somebody else, you gotta, you know, from the heavy side of music, you're gonna assume there's probably something in there. Like the Who, that one song uh, that they use for the opening of CSI, um, they use the word "fuck" in it, but you don't expect it. You know what I'm saying? So it. <sighs> I just I'm against it, you know. You, you just it's 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 it. You it, you 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 take your kids to the store every time you walk into a store. You have the you have the there's the, there's a chance that your kid's gonna hear a bad word, see a half dressed woman, see people fighting and calling each other names, people punching each other, seeing somebody high, seeing people do public displays of affection. And you don't fucking stop taking your kid to the store, so why do we got to put it on an album? You should know better, all right? It's Metallica. It's Danzig. It's Cannibal Corpse. Don't buy it, all right? But I don't feel it needs a sticker. So that's just my personal. I said I get the sticker. I just don't approve of the sticker. But anyway, I got off track here. Um, So Jackal, you know... uh. Probably you know if you want your album sold in Walmart, you made the you 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 made a clean version. So I know a lot of people you know back in the late eighties, nineties. Don't buy your stuff at Walmart. Don't buy your stuff at Walmart. Don't buy your music at Walmart. So there's that. But anyway, we're let's get it, let's let's move on now to uh, the next two tracks. Um, this first one is called "Dirty Little Mind." And the second one, the third one, the third one is Down On Me. Down On Me is my favorite album on the song. Um, and when you hear the lyrics, yes, the lyrics pertain to my favorite thing. I'm not going to lie. You know, a lot of people, I'll just be brutally honest. A lot of guys like having sex. I like having sex, but I'd rather have someone go down on me than have sex. I don't know why. I'm weird that way, but it's just the way it is. Excuse me for one second. I had to sneeze and didn't want to be rude. So, like I said, I do like having sex, but oral is, I prefer that. I don't know why. It's just weird. I'm just a weird fucking guy, okay? So anyway, so down on, uh, so Dirty Little Mind was the fourth single. So the first track was the third, second single. Dirty Little Mind is the fourth single, and Down On Me is the third six, the third, the third single. So here you go with Dirty Little Mind and Down On Me. Jerry Little Mind, Jersey Little Mind, Jerry Little Mind, Jerry Little Mind. Well, I lead you clean from head to toe. I took her down for the gown. She was ready for mine. Oh, and you know she's got a dirty little mind. Where she walks, the way she goes. I got a strap hood down to keep up with the moves. 
All right, well, that was Dirty Little Mind, followed by my favorite on the entire album, Down On Me. Now, music videos were made for Lumberjack, which is coming up in a little while, in a wooded area with a chainsaw solo. So that was pretty cool. I do like the song Lumberjack, but we'll get to that in a minute. I Stand Alone's music video was filmed in front of a Kmart as a protest of them not selling their album. So I guess even with the clean lyrics, or with the with the words, with the with the with the clean version of the album, they probably didn't like the content. Because with Down on Me, there's, well, if there's no foul language, but you're talking about getting head. Pretty sure the you know I'm pretty sure the CEO of Walmart was getting head while he heard it, but. Well, we can't sell that because, you know, double standards and all. So, you know. But there's not a lot of information on Jackal out there. Um, from what I'm gathering and from what my wife could find out, they're a really niche, niche, niche band. They don't have a lot of... They have a, they have a following, but it's a small following. It's not like they're not a huge band. And, and that's true because if you look at their Spotify, 242,000 monthly listeners... It's not a lot compared to some of the other bands. So it's pretty sad because Jackal has a lot of good music. Last, last week on the Sideshow, I played Everyone's a Winner. Everyone's a winner, babe, and that's no lie. It, it, I don't know. I just like their music. Um, probably because, you know, they're from my hometown. We'll get to that too. So let's get on with some more music because I love this album. I want to get back to listening to it. So now we're going to listen to When Will It Rain, which was the fifth single on the album, followed by Redneck Punk. So here is, like I said, it's the fifth single, When Will It Rain, followed by Redneck Punk. I know I'm not talking much, and it's probably going to be a short episode, but there's not much on this album. There's not much on Jackal. I mean, you know, Jesse James Dupree... You know, he's, you know, successful on his own with his other businesses, you know, but uh, uh, other than that, I just, there's not much. So I ain't got nothing to say. I mean, I got tons of stuff to say, but I don't want to, you know, this isn't the show. Wednesdays on Sideshow, that's when I say stuff. This is where I try to keep it, you know, simple, play an album, talk about an album, and, uh, I go from there, but there's not much to say. I, I, if it wasn't for the music, this would be a very boring episode. But, uh, but yeah, Down On Me, that was my favorite song on the whole album. Still to this day, it's probably... Everyone's a Winner is like my favorite song now. I know it's newer, but Down On Me is like number two when it comes... comes, comes, comes when it comes... When it comes of Jackal, when it becomes of, when it comes from Jackal. You know what? I don't fucking know what I'm trying to say here to you guys. Um, what I'm trying to say is when it comes to, there you go. When it comes to Jackal, my first love is that new song now. It took the spot. It used to be down on me. Now it's everyone's a winner and then it's down on me. But, you know, things change. My love for Jackal hasn't changed. Just the, my ratings of their songs have changed. So anyway, I'm rambling like an old fool. So here's When Will It Rain followed by Redneck Punk. Soft shoulders getting harder, adding to my 
All right, well, that was Redneck, uh, When Will It Rain, followed by Redneck Punk. Now, <clears throat> I did this album on the Music Moment, I think, last year. Well, it had to have been last year. The, the, this year just started. Um, and I've always thought that Jackal was the new generation of Southern Rock, of Country Rock. Um, southern Rock, however you want to say it. Like, like uh, you know, Leonard Skinner in the 70s. I think this was the mixture of that country sound and rock because they're not metal they're not metal but you know there are they're that heavy hard rock but i think that's what i always felt and always thought and i still to this day think this is what country rock would have turned into because everybody knows about country rock you know started with skinnard you know 38 special there's other bands but you know alzheimer's and all i'm not gonna you know go on google and look them up but there are a lot of country rock bands um Hell, even fucking uh, Charlie Daniels' band and some of their songs has got that mix of country and rock. So I felt that Jackal was the new generation, or the not that, well, yeah, the new generation of uh, country rock. And I still, like I said, think, think, think about, I think, I think of it that way to this day. Now, some people might, you know, think I'm full of shit and don't know what I'm talking about. And you know, that is a possibility. But I'm a huge music fan, so I'm not saying what I'm saying is right. I'm just saying there might be something to what I'm saying. That's all. Just there might be something to what I'm saying. Now, I mentioned earlier, Jackal is from my hometown, and that's true. Um, They are from Kennesaw, Georgia, um, where I grew up in my formative years. Um, I'm from Georgia. Um, when I was in the f- fourth grade, my mom moved to Milwaukee. So going from winter time in, in in Atlanta to winter time in Wisconsin, going from a public school in Georgia, going to a private Catholic school in Wisconsin, I was like, nope, didn't like this one fucking bit. Didn't like, didn't like it. I live in see now I live in Wisconsin. How how things change. But I didn't like it at the time. I didn't like the cold weather. I missed my friends. Blada, blada, blada. So I moved in with my father and moved back to Georgia. Now I like living up north because for health reasons, I can't do. I don't do well in the heat, and it's colder here throughout more throughout the year than it's hot. So here I am back in Wisconsin. How it's, it's just weird how things changed, or how I ended up back where I you know fourth grade Wisconsin moved back to Georgia. Now I've made it back to Wisconsin. This is where I'll die. Um, but, you know, I went to, I went to Argyle Elementary in Georgia, and then when I moved back, um, I went to, I can't remember the name of the elementary school that I went to, um, I can't remember the name of the, hold on, you know, I gotta look, I gotta look this up, I gotta look this up, so you're getting real time, I gotta look this up, but it won't take me that long. It won't take me that long to 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 find what I'm looking for. Uh, um, I'm looking for yeah. I know it's pain in the ass, but I'm looking for the street that I used to live on in Georgia to find this school. Um, hold on, Winbrook. Because I'm telling the story, and I want to get it right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, here we go. Here we go. I think we're getting there. 
Yep. Because there's Osborne High School. So here's where I went. Here's where my house was, right off Callaway Road. So the school, Milford. So I went to Argyle Elementary, moved to Chicago. I moved to Wisconsin, Milwaukee. Didn't like it. Moved back to where my father lived on Wimbrook Road and went to Milford Middle School, Milford Elementary. And then I went to Floyd Middle School. And then we moved into a rental house for a little while because my stepmother was buying the house her brother built, but her brother was building a new house to move into, and we couldn't move in, obviously, until that house was done. So we got a rental house, but they got it in the same school district, so I continued to go to Floyd Middle School. And then after Floyd, we moved to the house where my dad still lives to this day, and I went to Pine Mountain Middle School. And then I went to North Cobb High. Now, uh... Jackal is from Kennesaw, so they went to North Cobb. Probably they went to North Cobb too, but they're older than me, I think, by a little bit. I don't know if they were in. I, I think they were. I think they might have been seniors, maybe the year before I got there. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but I do know for a fact that they are from my hometown of Kennesaw. Now, why you say my hometown? If I was, if I just went through middle school and high school, because that's where the majority of my life, that's where everything happened to me. All the stuff that shaped me as a man, shaped me, not as a man, shaped me as a person, because I have flaws, a lot of flaws. Um, they, um, I w- it was when I went to Pine Mountain Middle School and North Cobb, so I grew up in Kennesaw. All those other places were just places along the way where, you know, when I think back to some of the cool things in my childhood, like from the 70s and 80s, yeah, they took place in those places, but the memorable stuff, the stuff that molded me, that made me who I am today, with all my flaws, it was it was Kennesaw. And I like Kennesaw. It's grown now, and it's not the same place it used to be, but that's where I say I grew up. So, But I'm still from Georgia nonetheless. But they're from my hometown. Um, I also went to school with the heavyset guy. He's passed away now, but he was the heavyset guy in that football movie. The one that had the Foo Fighters song, My Hero, and it had old James Vanderbeek, where he's talking about, you know, f- the football. I can't remember. Uh, Varsity Blues. The the big the big heavyset guy. I went to school with him, um, but he's passed away. So not many famous people came out of Kennesaw, but I can say at least, you know, Jackal and the dude from, the dude from uh, Varsity Blues. I can't remember his name. Like I said, I'm, I'm bad with names. Um, he wasn't in my social sphere, the guy from Varsity Blues, but I still knew of him, you know. So when he became famous and I was, you know, older, I'm like, oh, dude, I went to school with that guy. Um, and then once the internet came around and you got internet at home and got your Juno disc or AOL disc and you looked it up with the birth of IMBD and all that stuff, you're like, yeah, I knew I went to school with him. Because some people don't believe you. You don't know that guy. Well, it's not like I was trying to say I knew Marky Mark or anything. It's like, dude, he's just, you know, he's he's an actor who has bit parts in films and he's been in Hollywood movies and I know him. But people would be like, you don't know that guy. Like, why do, why do I got to lie to you? Yeah, I feel bad for people who actually went to school with famous people. Yeah, I went to school with Marky Mark. Yeah, I went to school with Lars Ehrlich. It's like, dude, no, you didn't. You're a liar. You're a fag. You're stupid. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, dude, why do I? Why? So, yeah, I I hope most people who went to school with famous people just keep their mouth shut because no one's going to believe you. You know, your wife and kids will because you probably have proof. But no one carries around, you know. Hey, look, if I ever went to school with somebody uber, uber famous, I would be like, dude. 
I'm carrying around my yearbook. Yeah, I'm going to carry it around, man. So why do you wear a backpack all the time? Because it's got proof in it. It's got proof. So, yeah, but I didn't go to school. I don't think I went to school with anybody from Jackal, but you never know. I don't wreck. I don't. I wouldn't. From the time you see him in 92, you know, because I, gra- I was the class of 91. So I don't know. You know, they're older than me. So I probably didn't cross paths with them. But you never know. I might have. I might have. But that's not why I like Jackal. I feel, oh, you just like them because they're from. No, I just like them because they have good fucking music. So with that being said, we're going to move on to track six, which is Lumberjack, which was their first single, and then Reach For Me. Now, Lumberjack is an awesome song, and that's the one we were talking about earlier where he does a solo with a chainsaw. Who does that? Jesse James Dupree, that's who. And you'll, I think you'll get a kick out of it if you haven't heard the Lumberjack before. Uh, I love this song, and I hope you will too.
Got a little bit ahead of myself there. Didn't get to the pause button in time. That song's coming in a minute. So you had the Lumberjack and Reach for Me. Now, I don't know about you, but that chainsaw bit is amazing. I mean, that's, you know, I everybody knew about, you know, using the, you know, uh, uh, Eddie Van Halen using the drill on his guitar. But to actually play the song with a chainsaw, it just amazes me. It just, it just, it just fucking amazes me. Now, I have some information here about them. Jackal holds two Guinness Book of World Records. Um, one for playing 100 concerts in 50 days. That's right, 100 concerts in 50 days. I'm not going to do the math for you, but cause I suck at math, but that's easy to figure out. So that was one more time for the cheap seats. 100 concerts in 50 days. And then they hold another one, another Guinness Book of World Records, for performing 21 concerts in a 24-hour period. They held 21 concerts in a 24-hour period. Now, I'm pretty sure, um, let me look that up. I, it's something saloon. So, Jesse James Dupree, because um, I can't remember the name of the, of the, of the saloon, but I'm going to fucking... I don't want to get it wrong. Full Throttle Saloon out in uh, uh, South Dakota where they have the big uh, motorcycle thing. See, this Alzheimer's is killing me because I know exactly I know exactly what what it is, but I just can't get the name. So, um, Sturgis. Thank you. Um, so, they, yeah, he, he, so I'm assuming that some of those Guinness books for those performances might have been like a lot of concerts at their saloon. That's what I'm thinking. Um, but whether, however they did it, it doesn't matter. They are in the Guinness Book of World Records. So that's the important part. Good old band from K- Kentucky. Good old band from Kennesaw, Georgia is in the Guinness Book twice. So that's, hey, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's nothing to sneeze at at all. But like I said, my wife couldn't find a lot on the band. So it's like not a lot of, and then the numbers don't lie of their monthly listeners. There's not a lot of people who listen to Jackal. And it's a, sh- it's a shame, too, because they're a good band. I mean, there's a lot of good bands that came out of the late 80s, early 90s, and I like I like Jackal. Do I like Jackal better than Slaughter? Yeah, I like Jackal better than Slaughter, and I love Slaughter. So that tells you something about Jackal. I just, you know, I bought when I bought this album, I had moved back up north. In 90, when this album came out, I was in Illinois living in Chicago, and this is a damn good album, and I'm glad, you know, I'm glad I came across it, because, you know, I didn't find out till later that these people were from my hometown. When the album first came out, I didn't know. 
And, you know, I just, you know, that's one, that's why I say, I don't know if I went to school with any of them. I don't know if I ran across any of them because I just wasn't, you know, the only one I know is when I saw, uh, when I saw, uh, that movie and saw that, I'm like, I know that guy. I know that guy. I went to school with that guy. I went to school with that guy. And then when you got, then the internet came along and it's like, damn, you know, I was right. I did go to school with that guy. But these guys, I don't know. Just like my mom, there's a band out there called the Georgia Satellites. Um, they sing Battleship Chains and, uh, and Keep Your Hands to Yourself. They went to Sprayberry High School. So that's the high school my mom went to. But she remembers going to school with one of the guys in the band. So you remember those kind of things. But Georgia Satellites came along in the 80s. My mom, you know, she was already, they were already adults. You know, I, I, gra- I was supposed to graduate in 91. I didn't graduate in, at North Cobb because I left. But, um, you know, I, I don't know if I went to school with any of them. So I can never, all I can say is they grew up in the same town I did. I can't run around and, you know, like I did, that's what I said earlier. I've never said I've met them. You know, I don't have any recollection of them in school or in the town. But like I said, you know, back in the you know late 80s, I might have ran across them. I don't know. My dad was in the music business. He may have ran across them. I don't know. But all I know is they're from my hometown, and I think that's cool. But before I even knew that, I was I love this band. Um, like I said, they, they have that sound. Like, this is what I think the future of Southern Rock should have been. And because they didn't make it as big as I think they should have been, it didn't go that way. Don't I don't really pick most of the new stuff like you look at that new stuff like Hardy. That's country rock now. And that's the way it is, and unfortunately, that's the way it is. But it's not a lot of. I don't really pay attention to some of the new stuff if it comes across my palate. I'm more of a. I'm fifty something years old. I spend all my time listening to old stuff, but I do listen to you know new metal and stuff. And then I got Road sending me new metal and stuff like that. So. You know, I, I listen to other music. I listen to other music. I just don't focus on new music. Um, but I'm appreciative when somebody, you know, like Rhodes has introduced me to some newer bands that I'm like, this fucking is awesome. So it depends on, you know, you know, I just, I don't listen to any of the stations and listen to modern music. Not that I hate it. I don't like, I don't, okay, like, I don't like, I don't like Taylor Swift's music, but I don't hate on her because I don't know her. I don't hate on her. She's not ruining football. She's not ruining anything. She's just living her life. So there it is. I don't have anything against her. I just don't listen to her music. Would I ever listen to her music? No. Um, and now you may say, well, you, don't you like that Avril Lavigne girlfriend song? Well, yeah, because of a video game and repeated hearing it. But I'm not like, I don't rush out and get her albums. You know, if it comes across, it's on a playlist of guilty pleasures. Yeah, but... I haven't listened to any Taylor Swift because, you know, I mean, I remember that one song that everybody was doing TikToks of, even cops were, I can't even remember the name of the song. It was a pretty decent song, but it's not my kind of thing. And that's how I am. You know, I can listen to a song and be like, this song is pretty good, but it's not my thing. Doesn't mean I don't like it. It's just not my thing. It's like, I don't, people hate on something. They hear something and they're like, oh, that sucks. And then they move on, which is fair and fine. That's their business. But for me, it's like, I like that. That's, I don't like that song, but there's nothing wrong with it. I feel like I'm a fair judge. Same way with my movies. Okay, that movie wasn't the best, but I can see why people would like it. I just didn't like it. But everybody wants to go around their own. Like, if I don't like a song, you can't like it either. And if you like it, I'm going to go on blast on the fucking internet and be like, this guy over here likes this. It's like, oh my God. 
I'm in groups of, I'm I'm in music groups, and I get so disgusted sometimes when, you know, yes, I hate on Metallica all the time, but I'm not doing it because I hate their music. I just hate Lars, a big, and I don't really hate him. I just don't agree with things he's done, and I think he's an asshole and an egomaniac. But so I, I feel the same way about Gene Simmons. I feel the same way about Roger Waters. But I praise their music. Why? Because they have, they do their music the way they want to, and their music sounds good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not a big. I don't really hate on anything. That's what I wish. You know, I wish. I wish these monthly listeners for Jackal were in. You know, half a million, quarter of a million, fucking. Or three quarters of a million. They're almost at a quarter of a million. Two hundred twenty-five would be a quarter of a million. So they do get a quarter, but they should be more. I mean, Metallica gets like twenty million listeners a month. I don't know why these guys can't even get two. And it's a shame because they're good music. They're really good music. So here we go with "Back Off, Brother," which is track eight and track nine, "Brain Drain." How's it feel to be so black?
All right, that was number eight, Back Off Brother, followed by number nine, Brain Drain. We've got two more songs. Um, Hope you guys are enjoying the album. Now, I'm hoping there's some people out there that are like, okay, I've never heard Jackal. And if that's true, hopefully you like what you're hearing. Because they have a lot more albums than just this. But I went with their debut because I felt it was a good debut. <coughs> I mean, almost... Every song on the first side or the first, you know, the first, you know, the first, what, the first six songs, that's, they were all singles. Only Redneck Punk wasn't uh, a single. So that shows you something. I just, like I said, I just feel they should be higher up the food chain than they are. And it's, it's, it's a shame too. Because no one was really doing that Southern rock kind of sound. At least not that I can recall. Back in, you know, 91, 92. Nobody, you know, it wasn't really, no one was doing it. And I feel that they were doing it perfect, but I guess no one wanted Southern Rock at the time. So you either wanted your heavy metal and hard rock or you wanted your country, but you didn't want that Southern Rock. You didn't want that sound mixed. So it's a shame. It's a real crying shame. Like I said, they should be bigger than they are, and I wish, I wish they were. I really wish they were. They are an awesome band. They are an awesome band. And I suggest anybody who's out there who's listening to the show and they're like, I've never heard of Jackal, that you give them a try. If you like this, listen to some more albums. And hey, even if you didn't like this album, check out some of the other albums anyway, just to make sure they're not the band for you. But if you like this album, I would I would rush right out, get that Spotify account, Pandora, whatever you listen to, and look up Jackal and, and give them a listen because they are a magnificent band. And I hope you're enjoying it. So we got two more songs left. Uh, track 10, Just Like a Devil. Followed by track 11, which is, you know, the dirtiest song on the album. And because uh, it's just blatant, She Loves My Cock. Which, you know, in conjunction with track 3, Down On Me. Okay, you see, I see what's going on here. So I hope you enjoy these last two songs. So here's 10, Just Like a, just like a Devil. Followed by She Loves My Cock. Enjoy.
All right. Well, that was the last two songs, Just Like a Devil and She Loves My Cock. Now, let me reiterate something here. If you like it, listen to it. But I suggest on Friday afternoon when you have to take Grandma to the grocery store, don't play this album. She ain't going to like it. Even though Grandma might have gone down on somebody and there might be a cock out there that Grandma does love, you don't want her, you don't want to, you don't want that to come across the speakers because it will embarrass you. Yes. I had a song one time, not a sexual song, but I had a song nonetheless that was pretty dirty with foul language. And uh, my grandma was with me and uh, it, it was embarrassing. So make sure you know what's in the tape deck and before you uh, have grandma get in your car. Just saying. Just, you know, I may be from a different generation, but we all have. Songs that have bad words and sex and stuff in it, and uh, you don't want that on. You can probably get away with it with your parents. They'll be like, oh, I can't believe you listen to this crap, and they move on. Grandma, she won't let it go, dude. Grandma will not let it go. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You sh-. Just don't do it. All right? So this, is, this goes on the list of, if you like it, don't let Grandma hear it. Now, I don't know if you realize this, but... Maybe you did. No ballads. Not a ballad in sight. I like that. Not a ballad in sight. Yeah, Down On Me is not as heavy as some of the other ones, but it definitely is not a ballad. So it's nice to see a band not go down the path of ballads. Like I said before on other shows, I am not the biggest fan of ballads. I don't like them, but I don't hate them. I just deal with them. There have been some ballads throughout the time, throughout the years, throughout the decades, that I'm like, okay, I like this one. But as a majority rule, I don't like ballads. So I'm this one didn't have any. That was awesome. That was awesome. Now I know not every band has one, but there was that span of time back in the eighties, and you all know what I'm talking about if you're from my era era. You know what I'm talking about. They always had to have a fucking ballad on a song, on an album. They always did. Molly Crew, Poison, Rat. They all had to have some kind of ballad on there. I don't know if Rat actually did or not. Jane, uh, 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 L.A. Guns did. Guns N' Roses did. So it's like, it's like, dude, not every album. You want to throw a ballad here and there, but just not every album. Stop! Just stop! So... That's what gave people that whole, it's a chick band, dude. But I never went for that chick band thing. Because it's a bunch of guys who want to get laid. They sing some songs to get the groupies. But I don't, they're not chick bands. They're just a band that women like. And they, you know, they cater to them. Not a chick band. It'd be like saying, you know, oh, that's a dude band for like, you know, Vixen or something. Oh, that's a dude band. No, it's a girl band. Who the guys go goo goo over, but still a lot of women showed up. So it's like I don't. I always hated that. Even with today, you know, a pop. Oh, she's a chick. She, you know, that, that's a chick band. You know, they're a chick band. I just don't see it. Okay, maybe I will. I do see it when it was you know boy bands because those were exclusively trying to milk money from parents of teenagers. But when it comes to metal, I don't believe in the chick band thing. It's just I just don't. I don't get on board with that. So I hope you liked the debut album from Jackal from 1992. I know I went off about other things. There wasn't a lot about this album. But I still played the album nonetheless. So it keeps tried and true. This is still Grandpa's playlist. 
Grandpa just didn't have much to say about this band. And not because I don't like them, but because there's not a lot of information out there. Now, if I had grew up with these guys, I probably could tell you a million stories. But I didn't grow up with them. They just grew up in the same town I have. I'm sure there's a lot of people who lived in cities where somebody famous came from. And they had no idea that they even lived in that town. Kennesaw is a small town, but when you're a kid, you're a kid. It is every town, you know, oh, it's a big city, but even in a small town, you're not going to know everybody. So, there you have it. Like I said, if you enjoyed this album, I suggest you head over to Spotify to help boost that monthly listeners. Help boost that. And uh, listen to some more Jackal. But I'm not going to force you. I'm not the kind of guy who does that kind of thing. So... I added a new shirt to my store for Grandpa Goes Country. So head on over to Grandpa-Grandpa's. I put that S in there. Grandpa's-playlist.com and get yourself some merch. Um, no one's buying anything. I don't think anybody will, but it's there. And uh, don't forget to tune in every other Thursday for me and Murr when we do uh, Neighbors Talking Shit. So that's always a good show to watch. And uh, we have a good time. And what else? I got that. And then Saturday is always going to be Grandpa's Playlist. And now on Sundays, I have two shows. I have Soothing Sounds. And that's on Sunday morning. And uh, I have it, I think, at 10 a.m., which would be 9 a.m. in the Central Zone. And then at night, I've got Grandpa Goes Country. And that show airs at 8 o'clock. So I got, you know, and that's on another network, so you'll have to look for posts because I don't want to cross-promote networks and agitate people and upset people. I'm trying to keep the status quo. So I am on another network for Grandpa Goes Country. You just have to look on my Grandpa's Playlist page, and it'll show you what uh, it'll show you what network to, to tune into. And I post it on my personal page, so... There's that. But I like I said, I like to keep the status quo and don't want people upset. So there you go. So those are my shows. And I am done here. And I will see you. Well, I won't see you. You'll hear me, but I won't see you. Um, next week I will be recording the Guns N' Roses one. So the next one, now I know in reruns it'll come up, but if you're a listener who listens every week, the next new episode will be Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. Another album that I enjoy a lot, and some people hate. And a lot of people hate. I won't say some. There's a lot of haters out there for Guns N' Roses. But we'll discuss that later. I'm not going to start going on a rant about Guns N' Roses. But I will go on a rant about Guns N' Roses when I do Appetite for Destruction. So with that being said, my friends, I'm Grandpa the Nerd, and I will see you next time. Goodbye.
for listening to Grandpa's Playlist. Tune in next time for another great episode of Grandpa's Playlist. And be sure to subscribe and share this show with your friends and family. Because if you don't, Grandpa will know. Believe me, he'll know.